Welcome in to Queen City Takes, the show where we talk about all things soccer or football, as some call it. I'm one of your hosts, Luke. I'm Taylor. Welcome in. What's going on? Yep. So Thomas is not with us today. Unfortunately, yes. he wasn't able to make it, but should be catching him back on the next episode. Um, but man, we have a lot to talk about. Dude, so much. And not even like a preview. Like, we're just going over two game weeks that we missed. Um, and then because one happened in the middle of the week, and then also some Champions League, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Also, a ton of news that happened. Yeah. A, a ton. ton of news. So, yeah, let's get into game week five. Let's, let's kick it off. Absolutely. Um, so, very spicy week. A lot of low scoring matches. Honestly, the only one that wasn't was City. Um, because they that's that's expected, but they just took it for us. That is expected, especially with the Holland hat trick, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, let's go ahead and just talk about that. Holland has been on fire, that man is just absolutely nuts. It's insane. I mean, his first touch in the Nottingham Forest game was uh, was a goal, <laughs> his like literally first touch was a goal. He's just, I mean, he's so he's so clinical. Like so yeah. clinical, like I like he is the top of school, goal scorer in the in the league currently. I mean, with without a doubt. Um, actually, if you look at some of the standings, most assists goes to Kevin De Bruyne. Most passes out of all teams goes to City. Most goals goes to goes to City as well. Like I mean, City in general are just dominating. But like to like pinpoint a particular person, yeah, Holland. Yeah. Like, he oh had, my gosh. He's, we're in six games and he has 10 goals. Yeah. If you go on the on like the Premier League app, it literally, like you were just saying, <laughs> City, most assists, <laughs> goals, goals overall, top goal scorer, most passes. It's just. I mean, it's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. As Thomas would brag about if he wasn't here, they're still on top of the table. Yeah. So, City are still still have dropped a few points and letting in some goals, but Jeez. yeah, they just took it to Forest. There's not really much other to to say than that. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal beat Aston Villa two one. Um, Thomas isn't here to you know brag about his team, regardless of how they perform. But but uh, but yeah, I mean they they pulled away with the two one win. Um, I, I would assume he's always happy about a about a win, but two one against Villa. Yeah, it's been it's been like a little over a week since we've seen that game, but from what I remember, it was a shaky game. Like the goals yeah. came in late. Yeah. Um and so I think that's a pattern and we can get more into that as we talk about Arsenal's game week 6. Sure. Um so yeah. It's it seems like they're playing very very well, but they're like struggling in the box. Um and so we'll have to see that how that happens. They're also starting to they were starting to run into a little bit of uh sub issues, like depth issues, because like parties out mm -hmm. and I think Zinchenko was out for a game, but he played in game week six. Smith Rowe so, was out for a little bit. Yeah, but I think now that we actually have a bit of a break, uh we'll see that catch up and so that yeah. honestly will probably benefit arsenal to like get healthy and rest for a little bit as it will other clubs but. absolutely yeah i mean lots of rest coming in the in the in the weeks southampton chelsea two two one chelsea chelsea took an l yeah what what is going on with chelsea 
Dude, it's it's been bad, man. <laughs> it's been real bad. And I guess that's some of the news. And so if you if we want to go ahead and talk about it, like Yeah, let's mention it. Tushel is Tushel's out. Tushel's out. And especially after their UCL performance, which we'll get into like a little bit later. It's just been it's been so bad. They lost to Dynamo 1-0. Yeah. I watched that game. They looked awful. It they just they're not what they should have been. I think going forward, they're being like they're getting in dangerous areas. But as we said in the past episode, they just don't have the striker to support them. They have people like Raheem Sterling or Havertz who play a great support role and can create really well. But at the end of the day, you need to put the put the ball in the back of the net, and that's just something they've been struggling to do. Not to mention defensively, they're just they're just letting too much happen. Yeah. How was uh, how was Aubameyang in that game? I saw that he he got subbed on in the what 60th minute. I actually don't remember. Um, I mean, Chelsea were just struggling to create, and it was a very like back and forth game. Like it wasn't like Dynamo. Like at least from what I noticed, I don't know if the stats back that up, but they. They looked like they were actually making like chances. Okay. Um, from what I remember. And yeah, it was it was just crazy. Like they they just looked like they were creating more. They had a couple other chances that I think just they barely missed or got saved. And uh, Chelsea had a couple chances in there. I'm I'm pulling up the, the stats now. So yeah, Chelsea actually ended up possessing 62% to 38. Um and the attacks are a lot more. Total attempts are a lot more on Chelsea's side, but I think you can't really like take those stats into consideration, except for like the final pushes in the game. And yeah. so, I mean, a, a, a lose to, to Dynamo is is not in Southampton. It is not good. Southampton have been letting in goals, and as a top five or six team, which Chelsea should be, especially with Thomas Tuchel. You can't be losing games like that too. I mean, long. they won the Champions League like a season or two ago. Yeah. And so in that, like, they should be a top performing club. Yeah. Granted, if you look, Dynamo is is in the Croatian league, they're top of their division. But if we're looking at Chelsea, a top ten premier club out of all clubs in the world, they should not be losing to Southampton nor Dynamo. Yeah. It's just and like if you look at the past <clears throat> past five fixtures. Uh, Champions League, Premier League included. There, it's like a win loss back, back and forth. Three three zero against uh, Leeds. Two one against Leicester. Two one loss against Southampton. Two one win against West Ham, and then a one one nil uh, loss against Dynamo. So it's it's been back and forth for them. They can't and can't then, seem to be steady. Yeah, <clears> and the, I don't know if you mentioned this, but also the the draw to us like. Tottenham. Oh yeah. And so yep. yeah, by the way, this might be like a Tottenham fan show because it's just Taylor and I <laughs> and Thomas isn't here to bring us in. But come on, you Spurs. Um yeah, it and not to single Chelsea out. There's a couple other teams we're gonna get into that absolutely that have also been kind of in that spot. And let's talk about Liverpool, Newcastle. Liverpool's yeah. also I mean, I if we're, if we're talking about that spot, I think Liverpool kind of fits that category as well. I mean, 1-1 draw the entire game until um, they, they Liverpool put one in the back of the net in the 98th minute yeah. when they only had six minutes of extra like, time. It might have been five. 
How was that allowed? Is the real question. I, I wasn't. I really wasn't watching. I turned on the game literally in the final couple minutes just to see Carvalho like put that in the net off that corner. You were right. They were only given five extra minutes, but yeah, he scored in the ninety eighth minute. And so, I mean, that's up to the ref. If like there was a bunch of time wasting or someone was injured, sure. I see like letting it go. But I, I wasn't watching before that, so I don't know what happened in the half to like really yeah. say. Um, but. Yeah, it's just I feel bad for Newcastle because I feel like Newcastle deserves some wins out of these big teams. Like they tied 3-3 to City and they've looked really well. But, yeah, going into Liverpool, like you're saying, they've also been struggling. Um, I'm trying to find – yeah, they – and given maybe it's a little less than what, like what we actually think. But, yeah, barely beat Newcastle. But going into game week six for them, they also tied Everton. Yeah. And, I mean – Jordan Pickford, it, like that's been everywhere. Oh. He just had the oh. performance of a lifetime. We'll get into that game. That game was nuts. And I, I saw like probably like the first thirty minutes of that before, um, you know, had to go get a fresh cut. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Also talking about Liverpool for their Champions League, they just lost four to one to Napoli. And I was so close to texting our group chat, but I didn't want to push up a message for Thomas to like miss. And so I like literally had it typed out and erased it. But I was like, I think Napoli's winning this game today. I didn't think it was going to be by that much. And wow, Liverpool, they're pulling out wins and they're doing well. Like against Everton, they deserve to win that game. Although Pickford did, did very, very well. Very well. Um, <clears throat> Liverpool were the dominant team in that game, but they just looked absolutely awful against Napoli um, defensively, like just mistakes, which is what led in a lot of the four, four goals. They had two penalties. Um, one of them they actually conceded. One got saved because Osman tried to take it. And then Joe Gomez gave one in the back like a couple times. And so I think defensively right now is where they're hurting a lot. Um, and it's kind of weird. Like, yeah, I just don't know where to pinpoint it. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think they'll rally. I still think they'll make it out of their group. Um, I do have to ask if you, in, in any match, sorry, in a Man United versus Liverpool match, who are you taking right now? If, if, you, if they squared up, like based off of form right now, as of, as of September 10th, who are you taking? Because Man United are kind of – they're on the up. They have a green arrow. I think Liverpool's kind of stagnant, you know, back and forth. Like, they're they're pulling out wins, but realistically, they're not the Liverpool they used to be. So, who, who are you taking? Well, I think I'd – if it was in neutral ground, I think I would take Man U. I mean, we just saw them play, uh, like, a few weeks ago, and Man U showed up. And that was like the start to this run that they're on. And I think that kind of shows in like how they played against Arsenal this past week in game week six. They have so much talent that they don't need to, they don't need to like control the ball most of the game right now, just because they have guys that can get forward and guys that are like pretty clinical. And I think they're starting to, the talent's starting to show. Um, so I actually would take Man U. Um, I think just because Liverpool is 
too weak defensively right now. Um, but they're very close in my eyes. I think I'd be worried as a Liverpool fan, but I wouldn't be panicking. Does it make sense? Yep, absolutely. <clears throat> I have Man United as well, granted, but you're right. I think it's very close. Now, again, either way. To talk about Man U, I mean, they won 1 0 against Leicester in game week five. In game week four, they like to go back, they won 1 0 against Southampton right before the win over. Um, Liverpool, and then in this past game week six, they beat Arsenal three to one. With that in mind, I so they're on a four game win streak, yeah. And so, like you're saying, definitely a green arrow. I still wouldn't feel good as a Man U fan. I still think they're point like to win one nil against Leicester <clears throat> and Southampton as a team like that. You should be winning more than that for teams that are like really strong. Like Leicester, Leicester's struggling, big struggling time. so. I mean, much. they're they have one point out of six matches. They're at the bottom of the table. Yeah, like that's that's terrible. Yeah, and so for a team like that, and you're one of these top six clubs, like the big six in the Prem, like you should, you should be winning more than that. And so, yeah, I agree. They've pulled away. Big games also, like, to talk into game week six a little bit, like, they beat Arsenal. Arsenal looked like the better team. But, like, we were just saying, I thought it was just a struggle to, like, put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. Um, they got one with Saka. Like, they they were creating chances and looked dangerous. They just couldn't find it. Saka's goal was, like, a rebound that he was able to put back in. And, man, you, if we look at the stats, if I can – Pull it up. Actually, okay. Struggling to do that. <laughs> um, they had like a couple of counterattacks. So it like Arsenal like looked like they were controlling that game. And then man, yeah. you just like broke out. And so um I wouldn't that's all just to prove the point. I wouldn't be fully like I wouldn't feel amazing just yet with Emmanuel. It's a toss-up for sure. I think they still have some stuff to figure out. Because they have like Ronaldo on their bench and he's been coming in and he's just like not been doing well. No. Um and so Which I'm okay with. Yeah. <laughs> As a messy fan over Ronaldo any day of the week. Yeah. Um Anthony got his first goal. Um, debut. Yeah. It, debut goal. It I mean he looked pretty good too. It, it was clinical. Yeah. So he looks good, kind of making us hold our breath a little bit when we say we don't think it's worth 100 mil, but he could prove us wrong. Um, well, I guess we'll see. You want to talk about this Tottenham West Ham game real quick, and then, uh, and then we'll jump into game week six. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so th- this was just an awful game. Um, yeah, I mean, we were our only goal counterattack. I think what I like about Tottenham is that I think we we can be counterattack heavy. I mean, with our wing backs and the ways that Conte uses our our, our fullbacks, like just being able to to get on the counter when 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 the chance arises. And so, yeah, I mean, just overall, not the greatest game stat wise. Similar in total shots, they had more big chances, but we kind of ran the game in possession. But overall, West Ham's in 18th place. Bottom of the table, we should be, we should be winning this game, especially in in the form that 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 we have currently. And so, yeah, I uh, this is tough. 
Yeah, at the beginning of that game, we looked good. For if I'm remembering correctly, like we looked like we deserved that game, and that uh, and we scored in the first in the first half, even though it was kind of like an own goal. Um, and Harry like was trying to put the ball to Son. Son was robbed of his first goal. Yeah, he was robbed, and I think it's <laughs> making it even harder. But he's so robbed, dude. But yeah, in the in the first half, I thought we played well. I think one nil was fair. Um, but in the second half, we definitely deserve to lose that game. Yeah. Um, we, we definitely fell short. And so I think, uh, one of our friends put it well, we gained a point and West Ham lost two points. Dude, there they had, they had them. chances to put away that they did like, I mean, lot, lots of chances to put away. Um, like Antonio had a couple crackers that, that should have went, that should have went in. Yeah. And so I think. The goal scored against us, mistake started from Larice, Just playing with it in the back, pass it off defensively, and then we, I mean, pass it off at the, the wrong time. They, uh, West Ham took advantage of it, passed it to um, Sokech, I, I guess, and then he let one in. But, yeah. I mean, there were some big chances in that game that if they just – had someone that could have find, found the back of the net, we would have lost like probably like three one in that oh, half easily. But um, yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. Um, just some other notes of like game week five: Crystal Palace and Brentford tied. Fulham beat Brighton, um, which was kind of a, a shocking turnout to me. I, like Brighton's been really hot. Which news on that as well that we're about to get into. Uh, Leeds and Everton tied. Um. Yeah, pretty much it. I wanted, I wanted to to pinpoint our predictions from from before. Oh yeah. Uh, of of game week five. So for the Spurs West Ham match, I predicted two O Spurs. Thomas pre- predicted a one one or a one nil to West Ham, uh, and you predicted a two one to Spurs. And so, um, Thomas kind of hit it on the nail. I mean, yeah. A one one. He predicted a one one draw. Or a one one nil to West Ham, but which, realistically speaking, I mean, happened both ways. West Ham dominated. Yeah, he was right in a sense of like it was they are tired of losing, so it was noticeably very difficult to break them down in yeah. that game. So while I think we played well in the first half, we didn't have that many crazy chances. So I think one <laughs> goal was good to get away with, and how we didn't concede more in the second. But yeah, yeah, props to. Thomas, um, but don't worry, Thomas. We're about to dog on you in this next game week. <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal, Villa. I predicted three one Arsenal. You predicted two one Arsenal, and Come then on. Thomas predicted a two nil or a three nil to Arsenal. So you got that right. Liverpool, Newcastle. I predicted three one Liverpool. You predicted two nil Liverpool. Thomas predicted a two zero Liverpool, and so neither of us were right. But, um, uh, and, but uh, I, I mean Liverpool. How, how could you predict that right now? You know, yeah. So that, then, that's going to be difficult going forward too. One hundred percent game weeks. We're gonna. I don't know what to expect. It's just I mean. truth, truthfully. And then the last one we predicted: Leicester United. I predicted a one nil to United. You predicted two zero, and then Thomas predicted a two two nil three nil United. So so props to you. We all I got mean, one. We yeah, we all got one. We're I mean relatively close, um, relatively speaking. And so that was game week five. Um, I mean. Two two game weeks in in one given week, so I mean, really exciting just for in terms of prem fans and the ways that 
we get to see our teams perform. So I think overall, in terms for for Tottenham, not the greatest game week five, but we'll we'll still take a point um, heading into game week six. So let's get into game week six. You yeah. Down. Still unbeaten, though. Still unbaten. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what were some games that kind of stuck out to you in game week six? I'm just going to go down the list as I see it on the app right now. What's it? So we kind of already touched on it a little bit, so not. I'm just going to re-highlight it. But game week six, Liverpool versus Everton. Drew. Oh, my gosh. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. Did you? Uh, I watched the highlights. But my only my only comment is holy posts. I mean, we were watching the we were watching the Tottenham Fulham game, and there's a, a Liverpool fan kind of just watching the game alongside of us, and he was talking about his the Liverpool game against Everton, and all he had to say was, "Man, just the posts were 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 on key t- on key today." Yeah. I saw the big one in the first half that it was a volley by uh, Nunez, I think, and he he put it like it it was a great volley. Um, and it was going to go like left side net and Pickford got a hand to it and yeah. pushed it into the post and out. And so it was just like an incredible save. Um, and so I guess if that epitomizes his performance, that dude had an insane performance. I mean, both him and Allison had an incredible performance. Yeah. Just save after save. I mean, it was literally an Allison v Pickford fight. I mean, it was, it was incredible. Um, and they stood their ground. Yeah, lot, lots of shots on target, lots of lots of chances. I mean, the 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 posts for for both sides should have got man of the match. If I'm being honest, yeah, <laughs> uh, it was it was a definitely entertaining game to watch. No no doubt about it. My my thing is, Firmino hasn't been hasn't been bad in the past couple of games. I mean, he's created chances, he's had a couple goals, and so I I don't know if this is disrespectful if he feels disrespected by Nunez kind of starting over him. But what, I mean, how do you, how do you feel about this Nunez start now that he's back from this three, three, three match ban? I think Klopp's trying to get it going. I think we haven't seen what Nunez is fully capable of. I know I've dogged on him a little bit and, but at the same time, I think there's a reason they brought him in and paid that much for him. And so I think like that volley he hit, like he's capable of like really big things, especially in that striker role. And so I just think Liverpool are struggling like with chemistry right now. So, yeah. I mean, in two games, he's had a goal and assist. And so, well, this was as I think as of game week five that he had in two games, he had a goal and assist. Yeah. Before, before he got that three match ban, but um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what Nunez can really do. Um, yeah, I think Firmino, I think Firmino realizes that. I think I saw an interview with him and I think he knows he's kind of better and, and like, they're kind of like, like taking on that position together. And so based off of what I've seen and so I think going <clears throat> forward, it'll just be like a depth thing as like, and like, they're both going to get plenty of playing time. Um, so yeah, yeah, but I think that was, I think that was my game of the week besides Tottenham Fulham. I mean, that, that game was crazy. 
Yeah. Just the, the highlights, just watching the highlights back back over was just was so fun. I intriguing. think the game of the week and performance of the week actually goes into this next game, in my opinion, which is Brentford versus Leeds. Like if you just want to see goals, I mean Brian and Lester also had a similar thing, but man, Ivan Tony was insane, dude. Oh, dude. Clinical. Did you see his, his goal? Fruit, his free kick. I, oh my gosh. I mean, he's been lovely. He's absolutely been lovely. Yeah. He – performance, great performance. I'm also pretty sure Jesse Marsh got a red card in that game. Did he? Um, I need to, I need to verify that, but I'm pretty sure he got sent off. Um, yep, I'm looking up the prim now, all the – I mean, if we look at – while you're looking that up, if we look at Ivan Tony in the past, uh, what was it, seven seven matches, he has like six goals. Yes, past six matches, five goals, two assists. I mean, he's been he's been in, on form from Brentford. And, I, I mean, currently I like I like Brentford. I like how they're playing, the ways that um, they're, they're kind of – they've been performing. I mean, 5-2 against Leeds – um 4-0 against Man United. That was just so fun to watch. Um, and so Brentford, relatively speaking, haven't been bad. But yeah, holy goals. I mean, my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so also got that back up. Yeah, Jesse Marsh did get a get a red card. Okay. Um, I think it was still to like while that game was pretty close to um or not as drastic as it was. And so that probably affected them, but um yeah Chelsea gets a 2-1 win over West Ham um I didn't really see that game did you see see what happened or the highlights um no not not particularly actually I I did see a little bit of them um not not the full game but uh London Derby Joel's goal was 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 clinical I mean kind of just slipped it through um oh what was very intriguing was that like last minute um, VAR check with with Mendy and with the potential PK. I think it was PK or just a foul in general. If you go back and look at the highlights, look at the the, the last minute highlight. Uh, you see Mendy like Mendy in this. I can't remember what player it was, but they fight for the ball. Mendy quote unquote gets kicked and he like fakes it, like how a Hollywood star would fake it, mm -hmm. and. And they end up giving the the the, the foul to Chelsea, um, and they end up getting a free kick, kicking out instead of West Ham. West West Ham deserved a, a penalty. They deserved the penalty. They deserved the, the the free kick for the goal. Or I think it was a PK. But did Mindy do something to him, or was it just for no? Fake? It was it was West Ham went in for the a West Ham player went in for I can't remember who. So forgive me. Went in for the ball. I guess you, the ref saw that he kicked Mendy, but in reality, Mendy just faked it the whole time. And if you see, if you go back over, um, uh, hold on, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to it. If you see, David Moyes was was just furious after the game. If you see his post post match interview, like he was just rumbled, like absolutely furious about why VAR, why the refs called that called out uh, for Chelsea. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. Like it, I was shook because I'm like, Mendy, that's, that's incredible acting. You should be a, a Hollywood star after that. Yeah. But also I like, I felt so bad for West Ham because West Ham deserved that. They deserved a two, two draw. Um, 
because I mean they deserve the foul. They deserve the foul called against Chelsea. And so I don't know. Um, Pulisic played in this game, which was interesting, just because he hasn't he hasn't played in the, the past few matches. Um, Did he, you hear like the conspiracy that uh, someone was telling us at the bar? What was the conspiracy? That Pulisic hasn't been getting play time to like sit him out because we're in the same group as England. What? It, it's a conspiracy. I don't. I don't know. But it, it was just funny. I was that's like, "That's interesting." Yeah. Um. But yeah, because that's coming up in the vault, and so that's funny. But that's so funny. Yeah. I mean, I I think this game deserved a two 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 draw. I mean, uh, Chelsea ran possession. They had more total shots. They had the same big chances. I mean, it was. Like more accurate passes goes to Chelsea, but in terms of like play and what happened at the end, West Ham deserved the draw, and I I felt really bad for David Moyes and his his West Ham squad. Yeah, and so yeah, strange game. Um, Tottenham Fulham. Yeah, Mitrovic's goal, how Tottenham played. I mean, that was. I mean, we definitely deserved that game. I think we did too. Um, we we dominated that game. And then in like the last 10 minutes, I think we were getting a little bit complacent, which is why Mitrovic's goal came in. And then also why they started getting some chances. But yeah, um, we're actually going to take a quick break and get into that a little bit more. So uh, we'll be back. We'll see you soon. All right. Welcome back in. Um, can, we're continuing on with game six. Uh, we were just getting into Tottenham and Fulham. And, yeah, we deserve that game. Uh, we played really well. First time we saw Richarlison start. Yeah. Um, and I'm slowly falling more and more in love with Richarlison, dude. He's, I agree. He's been – he's like a little firecracker on the field. Like, <laughs> dude's just going everywhere. He's – like fighting his heart out and I love it. And he has an absolute motor on him. My only problem with that game was I wish he started over son. Mm. Now coming from a Spurs fan, that must seem insane, but just because of what son can do. And I think if son starts to find it, like, like starts to become a little more clinical again and he breaks this like deadlock and like breaks this like streak of no goals. Cause we're going on like six or seven games. I think it'll be insane. Um, but, yeah, there's a little bit of complacency, like I was saying. Uh, in the last 10 minutes, we were up 2-0, and we let Mitrovic, like Romero had a poor tackle on Mitrovic, and Mitrovic just put it on his right foot. And that oh, was dude, too, be- beautiful goal. Too clinical. I mean, yeah. it was so good. Um, they had a couple other chances, too, towards the end of that game where it was just like, all right, Spurs, come on. What are we doing? Like y'all, <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I was sweat. I was sweating a tad. Yeah, just at those final minutes, I for sure was. Um, but I loved it. Um, I want to. It's so hard as a Spurs fan right now for me to be like, for me to be like, who who do I want starting? Yeah, because Son and Kane are just too good to leave off the field. But at the same time, Richie's been amazing. Kulu's been amazing. Yeah, like. And and I get they're both gonna get play time, but like it's just hard. Like it's hard to leave one of those guys on the bench. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, if I had to put my front front three right now, 
only because, and this is only because Sun just hasn't been the Sun that we've seen. I'd, I'd, I'd bench Sun. Yeah. And hopefully, maybe that just gives him like a firecracker in his butt, and he's just like, "All right, man. Yeah, you bench me. See what happens next game when you start me. Yeah. I'm coming on fiery." And I, th- I would say, like in the past two games, like in the UCL game, maybe not as uh, in 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 this game against Fulham, we saw him be a lot more dangerous. He just didn't get it in the back of the net. Yeah, it, like whereas like previously in a few games, he just like wasn't playing well in my opinion. Yeah, and so. I think he's starting to get that. I just think he needs I just think he needs to break the deadlock. And I, I think when he does it, he's gonna get like two or three goals in a game. I think yeah. he's just gonna oh, come out. He's, he's gonna, gonna be a monster. He's gonna get one early. Yeah. And we're gonna be like, finally. <laughs> the dragon's <laughs> unleashed again. Like he's back, baby. Yeah. Come on. Um Yeah. So continue love hate relationship with VAR. I yeah. mean, like, you love it, but also you hate it. Like, I really wanted Richarlison's goal to count. When he just took out for sure and oh just went nuts. Gosh. I wish that counted, I dude. wanted that so bad. Oh, my gosh. The volley of the right foot. Oh first gosh. time. And it just hits the post. It almost goes across the touchline. And it just, like, doesn't go in. And... Oh, no, that's the one he missed. Yeah, that was one no, he No, you're missed. talking about his goal. I'm, I'm talking sorry. about his goal. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going into a completely different thing. <laughs> I was like, I was following, but I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me. No, <laughs> no, but the, I wanted him to. I wanted him to score. But oh, facts. and but yes, when he's finally scored that and got that pass in, and I mean his, I mean the yellow card was just was just for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> take it off. I his mean, jersey. if he scored that, worth it. Oh, worth it. One hundred percent. It would have been, so, been so awesome. Oh, dude, but. Yeah. Gosh, I'm I'm starting to love that dude. Like, I love having him on our team. Yeah. If I was any other team, I'd like that. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we love you, Richie. Yeah, great game. Um, and then yeah, we'll we'll dive into a little bit more Tottenham when we talk about UCL because we have an interesting match for sure versus Marseille. But um, couple quick notes, and then we can jump into like a couple of the. Bigger games that happen. I just want to touch on Newcastle and Palace. Yeah. Uh, draw. I thought that would have been – I I mean, I consider them level, so I'm not surprised that was a draw. I'm just surprised there was no goals scored. I agree. Um, I, I like Newcastle's attacking front three, maybe four, and Newcastle, I mean, with, with Zaha and and um, just their attacking line. I'm, I was for sure surprised. Yeah. And, like, from a fantasy aspect, I was like, man, I'm expecting some goals this week. Yeah. But – yeah, I had yeah. Zaha in my lineup during that and in Trippier. Same. So I mean I guess Tripp's got the He got himself a clean sheet, but also Zaha. Um so and then uh Nottingham and Bournemouth. Dude, Nottingham was up in this game like 2-0. I'm I'm pretty sure at one point. And then yes. Bournemouth came back and won three two. And I think that's big for Bournemouth considering they're looking like one of the teams that could be relegated. Dude, they scored all three of their goals in the second half. I mean, yeah, Nottingham Forest had two in the first half, and then Bournemouth just came out on top. I mean, talk about a second-half performance. I mean, holy cow. No. And you're right, like, which is very surprising from from uh, from Bournemouth considering their mid-below table yeah. uh, placement. So we'll see, man. Yeah, um, and then Brighton had a big win over Leicester, 5-2, and Wolves won 1-0 against Southampton. Wolves, I think 
that's kind of the scoreline. I don't know if we – don't think we predicted that one just because it's not a big game. But that that's kind of the scoreline I would expect out of that game, like 1-0, one, 1-1 one, one to Wolves and yeah. Wolves' favor just because they're hard to break down. Southampton haven't been really good um, so far. And then Brian over Lester, man, another crazy scoreline, 5-2. Um, and then, yeah, let's get into those two bigger games, uh, Villa – versus Man City and United versus Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, uh, City Villa was, I mean, it was a very, very good game. Um, I watched, I was able to catch the second half of the game. Leon Bailey looked really well. Um, one of my fantasy pickups for the season. Um, his goal was was incredible. First timer in the, uh, I would say top left, top left corner. Um, something City definitely couldn't have saved. Um, Aston Villa looked really good. I mean, Stevie G is 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 leading that charge pretty well. I I, I would agree. Um, just in terms of kind of um, their performance. Granted, in terms of overall season, they haven't been that great. But in terms of this game against City, they looked pretty well. If I was a Villa fan, I'd be happy coming away from that game. Absolutely. I mean, if I'm looking at the stats because I didn't watch the game, but seeing like 13 shots from City and only three shots from Villa, four on target from City, one from Villa, like that, and 73% possession from City, like you're you're really happy coming away with a draw. Absolutely. And you're really disappointed if you're Man City. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, Villa, I, I have so, some of my notes. I was just taking some notes during the game, but Villa looked better in the second half. Um, city, I mean, in terms of like their, their possession and their, their overall, um, just attacking chances, I don't think they deserved to win. Um, I don't think they were clinical enough, but, um, Villa, I mean, Villa is definitely happy walking away with a one, 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 one draw. Um, Villa had many attacking opportunities. Um, that I loved, I loved the uh, De Bruyne Holland combo just in the ways that those two work so well together. I mean, yeah. Holland or Holland being the the goal scorer to De Bruyne's playmaking abilities. I mean, De Bruyne knows how to get the ball to Holland and the best best chances possible. And so, um, and look what happened in this game. And so, yeah, solid. I mean, solid performance by both. I mean, Villa's definitely happy with that one one draw, as we'll always keep saying, but. Yeah, overall good game. So, yeah. Also, wasn't Bailey's goal like really clinical? Yeah. Like, was it a volley? No, it was a no. Um, but it was, I mean, it was top bins for sure. We're close to top bins. So, definitely in the back of the net. Um, definitely nice. clinical, really clinical. So, um, and then let's celebrate about this next game. Man, you over Arsenal. Come on. Come on. Uh, I think that's I, why Thomas isn't here today. Yeah, facts. Thomas just so happens not yeah, to be here yeah. episode after his team finally loses. Yeah, he's busy uh-huh, on busy. a Saturday. Uh-huh. <laughs> At like 1130. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Arsenal finally lost. I think coming in from a neutral perspective, like not being Titan fans, they – should have won that game. Like they, they, I think they played better than Man U over the pitch, uh, over the whole pitch, except like the final like ten yards and like putting the ball in the back of the net. Um, they had their chances, they just couldn't find anything, and so 
and man, you just on the other end, super clinical. They only had a couple chances and they took them on every try. And so, um, yeah, I only caught like pieces, bits and pieces of that game. It also seemed like Gabriel Jesus was really quiet too, mm-hmm. um, from what I saw. Like it seemed like he was getting kind of like marked by like one specific person or like kind of like the two center backs were like hanging around him a lot so he couldn't move a lot. Yeah. And so just from like the few moments I saw, I don't know if that represents the whole game, but I definitely um, – I mean, it was bound to happen – with Arsenal after starting five five zero five and zero, um, and so they're still at the top of the table. They still look good. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to last. Um, I think they have a tough schedule coming up. If I'm if I'm correct, um, so yeah. I mean, two goals from Rashford. Um, Anthony's debut goal. I mean, he didn't. If you look at the, if you go look at the highlights, or if you saw the full ninety minutes, like he didn't look bad. He actually performed pretty well. No. Um, and so, maybe that hundred mil might pay out. Or sorry, I think it was a hundred and six mil. Yeah. <laughs> that they that they fully paid for him. And so I th- I think that actually might play out. We'll see though. I mean, first game debut goal, debut performance. I mean, obviously you're probably gonna look a little better just because your first game. Um, with a big club. And so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, um, yeah, kind of looking forward in the next, I mean, we, so obviously um, I'm pretty sure England is feeling this as like a lot of the world is. And sadly uh, Queen Elizabeth II is, has passed. And um, so the the coming games are going to be postponed. And for that reason, we will not be doing uh, a prim preview today on the coming games. But I think, as a soccer show, like we have to talk about it, like what's to come. And so going forward, I think um, Arsenal starting all in October, they play, they play Liverpool, they play Spurs, they play Man City. Oof, some tough fixtures. And they have Leeds who can surprise people as well. Jeez. And so very tough fixtures. In October, they have a few tough games coming. They're supposed to play Brentford in like a week and a week, week and a half. Um, no, in a week. And so, but those games are potentially postponed too. So waiting to hear more on that. Um, but yeah. yeah. And then following that, actually I'm seeing now, first game in November, they play Chelsea. Which, getting into some news, why don't we jo- jump into some news and notes um, going forward for like what's the like some transfers some big things uh, going on um, let's do it so big thing well I'll go ahead and knock this one out of the way Thomas Tuchel sacked, sacked. I know I know we mentioned it earlier but Chelsea said bye um, deserved I think so um, deserved and I believe Thomas called him being like one of the first people out on top of uh, Lester's uh, manager and. Bournemouth, unfortunately, like as we've talked a couple of times, we think their manager got a little like it was a little quick um, to go because they played like Liverpool, Arsenal and City in the three of the first four matches. Really tough, really tough fixtures. um, But Tuchel sacked and Graham Potter is now the new manager for Chelsea. And Graham Potter's coming from Brighton who have looked really well. And so... 
that's obviously going to have a big impact on the league because Brighton has looked solid this year. Yeah. Um, they're, they're towards the top of the table. Um, yeah, they're currently fourth. They're four, one and one. So they've won four of their games. They've drawn one and they lost one. Um, they're sitting right behind us with 13 points and we have 14 and they're right above Man U who has 12 points. And so they've come away with some big wins so far this year, but Grand Potter leaving, um, we could see that having a big impact on them and starting to have a better impact on Chelsea. I think Chelsea still finish outside, <laughs> outside the top four or five, um, potentially five, um, just because they're going to, they're going to have to like get used to it and it's going to take some time to get accustomed with the new manager. And so if they can pull out some wins in that time, it's going to be big for them because I think we'll start coming swinging like yeah. in the spring. Yeah. Really eager to see, see how that goes. Um, Mendy, uh, Chelsea's goalkeeper, speaking of Chelsea, uh, rejected Chelsea's new contract, his, his new contract that they, that they bidded for him. Um, and so, I don't, I don't know what the deal is with there. I don't know if Mendy's not happy. Maybe he just wasn't getting enough. But who knows? Um, Aubameyang to Chelsea, you've already mentioned that. Yeah. And he was uh, – it sucks because he actually posted something, I'm pretty sure, that said he was, like, really excited to play with Tuchel again because he played with them. Uh, the yes. Yeah, yeah. And so it's – that kind of sucks. You get, like <laughs> – 30 minutes of play time with him and like a little bit of training, but now he's gone. Um, but what, how do you think that is going to be for Chelsea getting a bombing? I mean, I, I'm assuming good considering they, they have needed a striker for so long. A bombing has been solid. He's he was great for Barcelona at the beginning of the season um, was also good for Arsenal for some time. Like a is a great striker. Like, as we know, incredibly fast can be super clinical. And so, I mean, all I can think about is, okay, Chelsea finally got a striker. Hopefully things can really happen um, with, with um, the sign, the new signings of uh, uh, Sterling as well. And so, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm eager to see what he does in the prem. I mean, I like in terms of like, just, be him being a striker and just watching soccer, like he is exciting to watch. I hate that he played for Arsenal, but but he is exciting to watch. And so I think I think it's gonna be good for Chelsea. Granted, against Dynamo, it was not good. I guess yeah. That just I think that was just an over, overall whole he's, team's whole squad performance. But I don't know if he's gonna help them that much. I mean, I guess like I I feel like kind of the way you said it is how I'm at. He should be good. Like I, I think he's definitely going to give them a few goals, but I don't know if I'm like over the moon about bombing because he had problems at Arsenal. Huge personality in the locker room, and if you're already struggling to have chemistry and you're struggling with those things at Chelsea, your manager just got sacked. Like you don't really know what you're getting into now. Um, I guess that's just something we're going to have to see play out. Yeah. Um, couple other signings. Uh, a Kanji. To Man City, um, okay. Defensive piece going there. Um, Arthur to Liverpool. I saw that. I as think well. that I think that's a very good move for Liverpool, having yeah. someone that can play in the midfield for them. Uh, that's been at Barca at Juve. He'll be he'll be a solid piece. I would agree. Um, and then I saw this, and this one, I'm happy for him, but Serge Aurier to Nottingham Forest. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I saw that from 
might have been on Fabrizio, but yeah, I saw Serge Aurier is going to, um, which obviously used to be one of our uh, right backs who was who's solid. He was pretty on and off for us, but um, uh, that should be a good signing for Nottingham for um, sure. Nottingham's been moving um, some pieces and have been looking good, and so and in, in their transfer window, so I think that should be solid for them. That's awesome. Uh, Adrisa Gay from PSG to Everton, back to Everton. Yep. I mean, he was at Everton before, went to PSG. Now he's back to Everton. Um, he was great for Everton before, and um, I don't necessarily know how good he was for PSG, but I know um, that he loves Everton. And so, um, yeah, you mentioned the Arthur to Liverpool. I have Vinicius to full. Um, he played for Tottenham at one point. Now he's oh yes. He's, now he's now he's at Fulham. Fulham have kind of picked up a, a few signings. Uh, William that we that we mentioned used to play for Chelsea mm-hmm. was relatively okay. Now is that for Fulham? Uh, Krizawa uh, from PSG yeah. went to went to Fulham as well. And so Fulham have kind of just picked up some random players. Um, Fulham and Nottingham have had good transfer windows. I yeah. think they're picking up nice pieces, and because like you're talking about these big name teams and people that are coming from them, like obviously not they don't fit those systems anymore, but they have like big game experience and bringing that into the premier league. Um, Bellerin from Arsenal to Barcelona. Yep. Um, Reg to Atletico. Yep. A couple pieces moving out. I saw that. Uh, Marcus Alonso from Chelsea to Barcelona as well. Yeah. I think that was, wasn't that a part of the deal for bombing? That might've been, it might've been. So, Um, and then I have a few down here. City want Cruz in January. I saw I saw a um, update on that. Tony Cruz, yeah, Tony Cruz from from Real Madrid. Um, and this is this is my last news that I wanted to know. I thought this was really funny. Um, so I was looking on shout out to BR Football, um, their Instagram post. But Bar- so I'm gonna read this off. Barcelona have been preparing a lawsuit against Atletico over the payment of 40 million for Griezmann, according to the clause in his contract. Atletico only have to pay that fee if he plays 50% or more of the minutes he is available for. It's why he's come off the bench after the 60th minute all season. Yeah. So they've That's been like hilarious. strategically doing that. I think Barca's just, I don't know, from my opinion, it just seems like they're kind of petty that Atletico is like using the contract <laughs> the way they are. So I don't know if there's actually any suit there, but I mean, props to them. The props to them. If I was Griezmann, I'd be. <laughs> pissed i'd be pissed as well because he's like he wants to play he's he's a big player he wants to play soccer um and um hey atletico is just doing better business yeah (laughs) atletico is a great team i mean they're literally take it to barca they're they're Um, a big they're a big club so. so um i think that's all our news and notes yeah yeah, I think that's all I have. Um, so you want to jump quickly into Champions League? Champions League, here we come. Yeah, absolutely. The Champions! Here we go, Champions League matches. Um, we're not going to touch up too heavy on these on these games. Um we're gonna pinpoint some of the highlights, just some big, some big, key matchups, um, just how they performed. So, yeah. Luke, what what were a, a couple a couple of matches that you want to pinpoint? Um, yeah, so because there are a lot. Yeah, there's a ton. Uh, I just think we run through some of the a couple of the big ones. Um, 
Dynamo over Chelsea. We've already mentioned one nil. Chelsea did not look good in that uh, go, going through the Tuesday games. Uh, Real Madrid expected against Celtic or Celtic three um, zero. A uh, one score line that's kind of shocking uh, is Leipzig lost to Shakhtar four one four one, which is kind of crazy. Um, what about you? Any games you're seeing? Um, I mean, City destruction against Sevilla. Uh, again, Holland, he's not a striker. He's a warrior. <laughs> I mean, two goals, he got a brace. Absolutely nuts. Um, no, Honestly, no surprise there. Um, PSG, Juventus, I think was was a very huge game. 2-1, um, PSG. Those Mbappe goals Dude, were insane. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen those goals, you need to go watch them. You need to go watch them back because they were incredible. They were nuts. I mean, they were so good. And yeah. let's let's not forget, homie is like, what, 23, 24? Yeah, he's younger than us. I mean, so. that's ridiculous, dude. That is crazy. But, yeah, I mean, a great, great win for PSG, especially against a big club like Juve. Um, definitely want to pinpoint – we kind of already touched up on this, but Napoli-Liverpool. Yeah. Napoli just dominated against Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, many, many more chances. I mean, if we look at the stats, Liverpool did kind of possess them a little more, but – more shots for 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 Napoli. More big, definitely more big chances. I mean, nine to one. My yeah. gosh. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you if you watch the the highlights and kind of just watch the full ninety minutes, Napoli Napoli deserved that win for sure. Yeah. Um, um, one one I want to point out. This is for our group with Spurs in it, but Sporting and Frankfurt. Frankfurt to me, I thought it was supposed to be the better team. They were the tier one team that got or the pot one team that got put in this group, and Sporting were pot three. And from the few minutes I watched, Frankfurt looked like they were controlling the game. And then I went back and saw the scoreline and Sporting won 3 now. Yeah. So, crazy game. Yeah, it looks like – but it looks like Sporting ended up having more possession. Um, Frankfurt had a few more total attempts. Uh, they were about even on attack. So, it just looks like Sporting uh, was a little bit more clinical. Um Atletico over Porto, um, Barcelona over. I don't even want to try to pronounce this team's name. Five one, <laughs> uh, but it was it was crazy. Um, Robert Lewandowski hat trick, dude was absolutely clinical. Um, if you go back, if you haven't seen those goals either, it's it's just like nothing changed from his move from Bayern to Barca. Yeah. Um, Another big game, Bayern and Inter. That was crazy, 2-0. Yeah. Um, Bayern proving why they're still a giant in Europe. And then Tottenham and Marseille. Um, oh, yeah. Tottenham, I watched that one, obviously. Um, I, were you able to catch any of the game? No, not much. I mean, I, I caught the highlights. Um, but, I mean, Richie, two, yeah. two goals, man. So excited for that. He finally scored. Uh, Come on. Dude was crying, and it was it was amazing. It was indeed. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, bringing it back into this Tottenham Marseille game. Yeah, uh, Richie finally got his couple goals, and dude was crying. So I loved it. Um, Marseille looked a lot better than us in the first half, I will say, and then. 
Um, they got a red card in like the first two minutes of the second half, which just opened it up. Uh, Hoiberg and Perisic had two beautiful crosses, and we just had oh guys gosh. in the box. And so, um, Richie was there when we needed him. Yep, absolutely. But yeah, that's the Champions League. Uh, I got more to look forward to. Um, I think we got some more games coming up this coming week. Um, trying to look through those big games. We have Liverpool versus Ajax. That should actually be like a super interesting one uh, just because Liverpool just suffered a huge loss to Napoli and Ajax have been looking really, really good. Um, on Tuesday, we also have Bayern and Barca. Oof, two Bayern. giants. It's going to yeah. be huge, huge game. Lewandowski revenge match, <laughs> maybe. Facts. So um, we'll see how that pulls through. And then on Wednesday, we have Man City and Dortmund and that should be a pretty good game. I expect Man City to take that, obviously. Yeah. Um, Juve, Benfica, Real yep. Madrid, Leipzig. Yep. And then, obviously, I'm just curious as to how Chelsea performs now with Tuchel out. And Graham Potter back in. With a little bit of a bombing kind of just being there a little longer than a week or two. So, Absolutely. All right. Well, that's all we have for this week. Um, thanks for tuning in to Queen City Takes, and we'll see you next time. Peace.